Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash random tandem podcast. y'all <laughs> you ain't shit you ain't shit what is her thing i can't spell shit okay <laughs> damn hey no you can leave this shit on there i don't know yeah, leave name. it on there okay. okay hey guys welcome back to the random tandem podcast i am s dot i'm um coco this week okay <laughs> she looks just like that. Might be she does. Oh, <laughs> that, that damn there might be his daughter and shit. Is it Earth, Wind, and Fire, or is it uh? Maze. Oh, Maze. Maze. Yeah. No, no. You know who I'm talking about? No. Thinking Sanford, uh, uh, yeah. Welcome back, y'all. We ain't shit. (laughs) Just talking about people. But um, dang, that's unfortunate. Cause she really do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That perm. No dead ass. That perm ain't going nowhere. Did you ever see that post that said dead ass, but it was like a dead ass in In the casket? casket. That shit is so, so stupid. stupid. Am I still drunk? <coughs> Gotta be. But I wasn't. I didn't even feel drunk last That's night. What oh, I welcome was going y'all. To say. Welcome. Hey, uh, what up, niggas? <laughs> hey, the motherfuckers. Or do I always say that? You know, you. Hey. Yeah. 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 Why not? Well, bring them on in. Second <laughs> to last episode of the year. Get it all for them. Get it all for them. Um, we are back for another episode. Um, one episode before our year, and um. We may still be drunk from yesterday. Don't really know. We had Casamigos. Mm. But the weird thing about Casamigos is that you we don't really feel it until we feel it. Until you at home. You sit down and be like, wow. Because we had a pizza when I got to Janelle's house last <laughs> night. And I was like, I was wondering what happened. I was texting you and you <laughs> just, just stopped responding. I was like, I didn't even hello. Know <laughs> I didn't know where my phone was. Don't know where it went. But we had a pizza. And she's like, you guys want a pizza? I was like, yeah, I'm really hungry because the food I had last night it was, was trash. It was worthless. I spent so much money and it was it worthless. It like fried mashed potato dough. It was <laughs> fresh potato. potato dough. It tasted like a pierogi. Have you ever had one? 
it's literally like potato. It's like a steamed potato. Sometimes they're fried. It gets weird. But yeah, that's what it tastes like. But it, I knew I was tipsy because she put the piece and I was like, I'll make it. And she took the piece. I was like, this is not done. She was like, it is. And I said, the cheese isn't melted. But she had already <laughs> took it out and cut it. So I was like, I'll eat it. Oh, shit. Pop it in the microwave and melt the rest of the <laughs> cheese. I was on Grubhub at as soon as I got in my Uber. And I bought some Harold's chicken. Of course, you know what I got, a catfish dinner. Always eating catfish. And the shit came like, it said it was coming an hour. But you know, like when you're kind of twisted and then you're tired, you don't really have that time to wait. Yes, <laughs> so I was, I was so fucking hungry. I was doing everything on my couch to try to stay awake. My TV <laughs> in the front room was acting stupid. That's a whole nother story. I got an issue with Xfinity. But... I couldn't even keep myself up. Like, I was up, and then I cracked the window. Then I got too cold, and I was like, well, I'm going to keep the window open, but I'm going to put a blanket on. And then I got too snuggly on the couch. I fell asleep, and then before I knew it, the front desk was calling saying that my food was here. So it was a struggle, but I didn't think that I was drunk at the club. It was so stupid was when I fell asleep last night. Janelle and Tosh were... They were asleep. I thought Tosh was getting in the bed with me. And so I was so far in the corner asleep. <laughs> I thought she was in the bed the whole time. She wasn't Could've there at all. Out. She wasn't there. And I rolled over in the morning. It was like 730. I was like, Tosh, <laughs> Tosh. Nobody was there. Could have spread out the whole She said, night. honestly, when I look back in there, you would sleep so peaceful. I, peaceful, I didn't want to get in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be tired. Laid in your one little corner of had the a bed. long day. Oh, God. So, how was your week? You had something in Chicago yesterday, but how was your week? Stupid. Wellness check? It's good. I mean, we cool. I'm here another day alive. My yeah. week was stupid as hell. I had <laughs> to get my fucking knee drained. It was like, what the hell was that about? And then I, what else happened? I feel like something else stupid happened to me this week. Oh, I got summoned for jury duty yesterday. Like, I got home. I was drunk. I checked my mail. Why? I don't Chicago know. Chicago jury duty? Yes. Wow. I had to do that a while ago. A long time ago. And I gonna, sat in there and ate all the graham crackers out the um, vending machine. I'm gonna, They said that I had to write a letter about to be excused from it. I may have to do that. You know, I'm good for writing a letter. I don't want to do it. And it's like on a Tuesday. So it's like, y'all taking my whole day. Where I could be doing something else. Nothing. Ain't doing nothing. <laughs> a motherfucking thing. Shit. I could be doing something else. Duty. No, I don't want to. But yeah, that was, that was it. I feel like something else stupid happened to me, but I don't remember. But I'm here. I'm alive. How was your uh, event yesterday? Can you talk about that publicly or no? It wasn't an event. I just was working and not really. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so much for that. You want to get into uh, last week's recap? The last a, episode. Have a rant this week. Oh, do you have a rant? I'm all over the place. I may be I a do, I do have a. Okay, so you know it's just too, and this one might be a little <laughs> lengthy. Um, Go I, ahead. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna try to make it as short as possible. I am tired of phone companies taking advantage of people. Mm. Y'all all y'all just love taking advantage of motherfuckers, and you know why? Because y'all know we need the internets. We need our phones. Net neutrality. And we need all of this. So y'all just like, well, y'all going to use it. You're going to pay for it. Whatever. So, you know, I went into AT&T this week and I, uh, I, had, I, had to, I had to have a brief conversation with them. Long story short, a couple of, um, actually over a year ago, I, I, I don't know if I said this on the um, 
um, the podcast. My god sister passed away, and so we had to cancel her line. And so there started, it was a downward spiral of fucked shit that happened on this account. They took the remaining balance of her phone and added it to all four lines on ours, then extended our um, payment plans on all four phones. And so we had been paying almost an additional $125 a month for um, the phones. And come to find out when I went, um, they kept telling me I couldn't upgrade my phone because I had just got a phone in January. Now, mind you, Excuse the me. phone that I had was the iPhone 6. That came out almost two and a half years ago. <laughs> you mean it? T- I ain't getting no motherfucking iPhone Excuse 6 me. in January. So they done did all this fuck shit on the line. And ain't, think, ain't nobody going to find out. Oh, but I had time on Monday. I was in that AT&T store for 3.5 hours. Two of those hours were spent on the phone with customer service trying to figure out what the fuck they did to our phone bill. And Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, myself, I got it taken care of and we got almost $700 back. Mm. Y'all had overcharged us almost $800. And you know what? I called back after I was done and I want my bill compensated for the next two months because this is ridiculous. Well, we have to see. I said, no worry. I'm going to call back Monday morning and talk to your manager. So no, so Monday, when Monday rolls around, I'll be calling AT&T again and speaking to a manager because this is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So stop taking advantage of people. And part two of this rant is for people that are not on time. Niggas, 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 and anybody else. If you have an appointment, if you ask somebody to be somewhere, be on time. All we ask for you to be on time. My biggest pet peeve is for people to not show up on time or be where they're supposed to be. Okay? that I'm not going to get into specific instances, but I just want y'all to be on time. Mm. That's it. Okay. <clears throat> well... My rent was going to be for Xfinity because similar to AT&T, you know, they fine when the payment's rolling in on time. But yet when something fucks up, then they want to take their sweet time. They want to have you on the phone for hour and a half trying to do troubleshooting. And you know what? Part of this, I think that they just be like, I said this earlier when I was talking to somebody. I think they just be like clicking on the keyboard, just like clicking S multiple times to make you think that they doing something. Yeah, yeah, I was doing this on my end. You aren't doing shit because the shit is still not working. So. I, my cable box in my living room is now completely fucked up. I was supposed to have an appointment at 8 o'clock this morning from between the hours of 8 and 10, a tech would arrive. Did they come? No. Then I get a text message at almost 1130 saying your tech is on its way. No, it's not. Because I got to go now. So it's like, y'all didn't want to get that shit right. So I still have some bones to pick with Xfinity. I will say my building is very good with how they have like this service connection i don't know with xfinity comcast so my bill is a little bit to nothing so i can't complain about that but oh you think that these last couple of days that i haven't been able to watch tv i better get my two dollars for those couple of days of service and my second one it wasn't really a rant it was more so like a psa and more specifically in my a circumstance is to guys that I used to talk to or you know we were cool at one point and maybe we had a fallen out I can't say I've ever fallen out horribly with somebody but even just on a friendship level you know or you just kind of you stop calling I stop calling things just kind of fizzle out whatever it's okay for us not to speak like that's my PSA it's okay so if you hop in my DMs 
you may say, hey, I'll say hi. How are you? Just extend the general courtesy. You respond, I can see you're doing well. You have a family. You have a little daughter. You're doing well, at least from what I can see. And the same thing on my Instagram, because usually people put their best foot forward or whatever. So as far as you can see, I'm doing well. You're doing well. That's all it needs to be. But if you hop in my DMs and then you get mad because I'm not giving you the type of conversation that you want, it's like, why? Why do we need to speak? There's nothing we really have to talk about. Like, I'm pretty sure that if your fiance, girlfriend, whatever, knew that you were in my DMs trying to have full-blown conversations, she wouldn't be okay with it. Because I wouldn't be okay if my nigga was in somebody DMs doing that shit. So, it's like, it's okay for us not to speak. Like, and that goes for anybody. Women, old friends that I may have had, whatever. But I feel like niggas take it personally when you don't give them the energy that you once gave them. But it's like, for what? People have moved on. People have grown up. Like, get over it. And it's not like I have ill will towards anybody, but it's just the fact that I don't have to speak to you. It's not like I wish, like, some sort of voodoo or anything on you. I don't. I just don't have any energy to give you. Like, if it's a high, you're lucky you should get that. Like, just like I wouldn't expect you to sit here and have full-blown conversations with me if I reached out. So it's okay, people, to not to speak to anyone to not to speak yeah something like that it's okay not to speak yeah people move on go on with your life because after this conversation ends you probably got your baby running around in the back room your girlfriend is in the kitchen making dinner like your life will go on just like mine will so it's okay not to speak and that was it what's going on over there having a all right time it almost got crazy for a second had a little cramp in the hip (laughs) Uh, last week recap. Let's see. I am a therapist. I am a therapist. Uh, Shout out to Lakeisha Rashawn. Thank you for being the voice from the mountaintops. Um, we got really good feedback on that episode, so I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. We had like a mini therapy session. Oh, for real. And I tried to take some tips, and it didn't help the nigga that I was trying to help. So whatever. Oh, dang. Some people just aren't ready in that space. They got to be ready. And it's unfortunate that some people take longer than others to get the help that they need. But um, y'all dropped some jewels, though. And the live um, recording that we went to that Saturday was really good. It was very good conversation there as well. Shout out to the evolving chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, last episode. (sighs) Okay. Uh oh. Um, I just, Where are we going with this? I don't know. Current events. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Do you have any like good stuff first? Like Black Magic? You want to yeah, get into that? My girl Riri. Y'all don't be shading her because y'all <laughs> was trying to me. come for her when she first came out. You only got one lipstick. Oh, she bitch. Came. I got it for you. I got it for your ass. Okay. And do you know how much <laughs> money she you Do you know how much money she made? She is winning. She's winning right now. Okay? I mean... In like every no aspect other. of her life, her boyfriend is a multi-billion dollar. I don't even know. He's rich as fuck. Um, and he's cute. Um, but she's dropping 25 new shades <laughs> I mean, of lipstick. And Re- if that's what you're going to do, do it that way. I mean, Rihanna has come up with just the most creative marketing. And it's not even like it's super creative. It's just like, bitch, wait on it. It's like I dropped these. What was it? Thirty-one foundations. She ain't forty. I haven't tried it though, but I, I haven't I've either. I, I mean, I'm not. It's nothing against her. I just have so much makeup. Like I just am not like yeah. anxious to try. Anxious. Can't yeah. even get the word anxious to try it. Anxious. Anxious. 
anxious. Anxious. But yeah, so shout out to Rihanna. Um mine I think I had two. Let me see. One was Serena Williams for sure. Um she Nike Oh, the building they named after is her. yeah. She's getting a building named after her. So shout out to her. And then my other one was to the four year old from Chicago, Caleb Green. He uh, set out to read a hundred oh, books in a day on live. Now the stories in Chicago were saying that he didn't necessarily finish all a hundred, but what they did was some of his friends, like in the neighborhood and like from school. They joined the live with him to like help read the total of a hundred books. So Aww. just shout out to them because you don't see stuff like that every day. And shout out to little Caleb Green. And last but not least, this nigga is absolutely nuts. But oh, I God. have to shout him out. This nigga, this nigga, Fifty Cent has signed an eight-figure extension deal with Stars. Looks like power is going to be great, and there's something else to come. So I'm waiting for it. Actually, since we're on that, um, it's like you. You know, we follow Auntie Oprah on here. She just so... She just gets on my nerves with how much money she makes. She sold her majority and own to Discovery Channel, who was already a part owner of the network, for $70 million. She ain't wrong. At all. She like, I'm done with this shit. I'm telling you, I'm claim- <coughs> reclaiming my time. Excuse me. But that's the thing. Like, she's not technically done yet. She has minority um, interest in the firm now. But it's just like, she's still making money. What more can you do, Oprah? <laughs> like, no, what more tips. can you do? I just need tips. That's like, you see the memes floating around. Like, if you could have a conversation with anybody, it would be either Warren Buffett or Oprah. Like, I, I just want to have a conversation. I want to sit on that couch. Give me something to start my own think tank with. Like, I need that knowledge because I don't know. She's still making money. I'm going to meet Oprah. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm meeting Oprah. No doubt. Um, you want to get into the shits then? Um, it's so much shit. Yeah. It's so much shit. You may have more than me this week. I I probably don't. Um, the, the election in Alabama. Yeah. What, I seen this and I'm going to read it and I'll let you, because I kind of felt the same way, but I'm, I'm going to read this quote that I saw and it was so appropriate. It was from a lady named Charlene Curther. She says, black women are not political mules to be used every time a mediocre white candidate needs to win. No amount of verbal appreciation will do us justice, justice, mm-hmm. turn over the money, resources and the power. Then we can talk. Yeah. That was the realest shit. That was the realest tweet, and I don't even be on Twitter. But that was the realest tweet I have seen all week. Yeah. Excuse me. And I think that, you know, yes, they focus on the numbers and the statistics for elections and things like that. And I get the breakdown. They do it all the time. But, you know, what I really did not like is how they made it like how black women were a champion of Mm -hmm. certain things because you know in a lot of instances in any other election that isn't as high profile the numbers do show that black women do have a very strong majority for candidates that they believe will kind of propel you know whatever their stance on on you know anything politics social issues or otherwise so it's nothing that's necessarily new but i think that's another way to spin the news cycles to keep them going to have something to talk about but at the same time it's like you still don't allow us to put be in the positions to kind of change the face of politics in the sense so shout out to keisha bottoms in atlanta but it's just like and there were a lot of different women that i think the mayor of charlotte 
she recently won. I can't call her name out. She's, you know, an African-American woman. There was a woman recently elected in Minneapolis, I believe. Um, So there are a lot of women of color and not just black specifically, but women of color that are, you know, standing up and putting their foot in the political field. But it's just like, I hate the storyline where you're saying, oh, like black women had to step in, like I'll handle it. It's like, no. Speaking of that, you saw that Jesse Williams clap back at that girl and he was like, fuck it, black women. She he, And she was like, all, all women. women. No, said, I said black. I said what I said. <laughs> like, you know, like it's just all always trying to make it. But if you look at statistics from that instance, it's like, no, all women didn't push it forward because mostly white women voted for the rapist, the pedophile that was still trying to make it. They were on the news literally saying they had like a... Um, talkback segment and i've seen a couple of these before and i'm not even sure he has a um company i want to say out of nebraska that goes around and does like these social experiment type talkback sessions i think oprah did one on 60 minutes a couple months ago but they were talking to alabama voters basically trying to get their views on it and the there were these women that were sitting there trying to justify oh it was a different time then you know if my 14 year old daughter back in the 50s and 60s said that she had this high-powered attorney general you know pursuing her I would have been happy. It's like, really? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I mean, I get times are different because my grandma was like 14, 15 when she had kids. But at the same time, so was my granddad. So it wasn't like you had like this super. It was just a lot of different narratives that came up. So I am glad that Doug Jones won. But we still have a long way to go when it comes to just moving society forward for everyone versus just a certain demographic. And that's what I just, you know, they take these things and they spin them just for the storylines or the next hour of news. And I just, you know, I was, I was tired of seeing it. Cause it's like, yes, black women do step up in certain elections when it counts like to, you know, keep, and that's the, that's what's sad about it. It's like, it's sad that something like that has to happen to prevent a pedophile from getting in office. Like, why isn't everybody stepping up concerned about something like that? So I, I was over it. I was over it. And now the issue is they don't want ne- to necessarily sit him right away when he gets to the Senate to have this vote on the tax bill that probably will fuck us all up. So it's just like, it's like Jay-Z said, politics as usual. No, seriously. I can't. I'm not really that political, but I do pay attention every once in a while. Yeah, it's a lot. Um... I forgot to go back when we were talking about black magic. I just want to say black people are aging so gracefully. I mean. Uh, we are. Black does not crack. I we mean, are listen. looking better than ever. Regina Hall just turned 47 Ooh. and she looks all of 22. And looks she looks better, better than, than me. me. Um, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx just turned 50. <laughs> 50. I mean, You understand listen. what I'm saying? 50. 50 years away from being 100. 50. Um, <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, Cicely Tyson the, damn near 100. 100. She looked like she, she looked like she could be 65 maybe. It's just like, man. We are just out here. Get, Shout out to the melanin. Gracefully. And no wonder y'all want to be like a so bad. I got melanin. <laughs> um, Armorosa has been fired from the White House. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of grace, speaking of gracefully, she has been fired. Fallen from grace. <laughs> And I don't even want to say from grace because that bitch been terrible. Like she's, she's been trash. terrible. She, I would love, I would have loved. To- Are they going to release those tapes? I but want- that's the thing though. If you saw her interview, she was like, she was, 
hate this woman i really do and hate is such a strong word but she is such a manipulative con artist like manipulative con artist like she got on good morning america like well you know um you know my question is where are the tapes where are the pictures (laughs) why is only one person who has a personal vendetta against me it's like girl they probably got the cameras by felicia as robin said i mean (laughs) you have got to think somebody has something because it's like where did all of this come from now on the flip side i always try to think like if it didn't necessarily happen the way that it did, did they say it happened that way because she was the only black, black woman? Mm. I thought about that too. But knowing Amarosa and just thinking of the things that I've heard from her on uh, Apprentice, off of Apprentice, she has like this very volatile personality from what I've heard and what I've read about her. So I wouldn't put it past her. But the thing is, though, you literally have done all of this as Robin said, to sell your story. Yep. And that's all that it is because the position that she was in, she was like supposed to be the liaison for HBCUs and like urban communities and stuff like that. She didn't do nothing. Like you didn't hear of her doing anything. And I have to say, you know, people say, well, they haven't even been in office for a year. But the thing is though, you at least would hear of some initiatives rolling out of this administration to show like what they're doing for communities, especially since they campaign so hard on certain things. And it's just like, y'all ain't doing shit. A motherfucking thing. And to our listeners that may support that, that, Cheeto, what do we call them? Little fart face. I don't know. But it's just like, (laughs) I just don't support anything that comes out of this White House. I really don't. It's like they they have literally tarnished what's supposed to be or what is supposed to be like the highest position damn near in the world. Like people even look to our country as having so much power. But it's just like, it's a joke. His suits look stupid. He's stupid. His mannerisms. (laughs) Like, he doesn't even look presidential. And it's just like, I can't stand it. So when I heard of her being fired, it was just like, I could have thought about it as, well, maybe they tried to make her look crazy because she was a black woman. But then also at the same time, she probably acted an ass too. And I just can't wait for that one White House official that's like a low-level intern that snapped a photo. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. But speaking of House of Cards, because that's what this White House is. My show, and I know a couple of people have been like writing back and forth on Twitter about it. They are resuming the show, but this is the last season since Kevin Spacey out here touching folks. But they're doing it with my girl Robin Wright, so I can't wait to see what that's like. Speaking um, of touching folks, there's so many motherfucking sexual allegations going on. What the hell are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? So you don't want to keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) <laughs> and my cousin she's stupid she said if i was y'all niggas until all of this shit blow over i wouldn't even say good morning to bitches and i hate to <laughs> be like that mo- down. i wouldn't even say that keep your head down and walk forward because some of these i have a feeling when the dust settles some of these are gonna come out as being like just taking advantage of the situation and that's yeah. fucked up oh yeah it's fucked up how is donald trump still in office and he has um how many accusers now have came out and said that i mean <laughs> and this how? is even before that's why i say like the stuff like in alabama we hear about this stuff but people still was coming out like that election was actually really freaking close so it's like you hear stuff like that and then donald trump has been had these accusers and tons of other shit against him and y'all still elected this man 
And he out here literally got caught on tape talking about grabbing folks by the pee. You know, between him... Now, you know, I'm not putting shit past nobody, okay? I'm not going to do it. But I was really disturbed to hear that one of my... One of my favorite chefs, Mario Patali. Oh, Zach, that hurt my heart. I did. I was like, I believe I was rooting for you. It hurt my heart. I didn't. You know what? <laughs> this is stupid. I was actually so hurt. I didn't even read too much into it. Like, I, just, I, I didn't even want to. I was like, you know what? That hurt me. I oh, Zach, the Crocs, the oh, creations man. that Russell he made. Simmons now saying he's he's going to take a lie detector test. He's going to fight me. Now, okay, now now this is on the flip side. However, you women that are lying, y'all need I, to be stoned. Y'all need to be stoned. This is nothing to play about. Mm-mm. I can only imagine just now somebody accusing, and he's young, but like getting older, accusing your son of sexual assault, mm-hmm. and you didn't even do anything, and and you know you ruining people's lives. Y'all need to be stoned. Yeah, and sentenced because this is absolutely ridiculous. And on the other side, you niggas need to keep your hands to yourself. No, and, for real. And if somebody say no, God damn it, it means no. No, I don't want to take you to dinner. No, I don't want to go with you to the movies. No, I don't want to meet you in your office. No, I don't want to com- come with you to a company party. No, 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 no. And it means no. And I said that. No. Just ridiculous. It's just crazy. And and now you got... <sighs> <laughs> oh my First of all, I, I, I'm jumping all over the place because I think when I just said mother, son, Drea's dumbass. <laughs> this bitch is dumb. <laughs> First Thanksgiving and now this. <laughs> she needs to be stoned too. No. <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't say that, but she just needs to, somebody needs to do activate everything that she owns. How you put out a poll on Twitter and ask this, the people, is this, I don't want to sign this paper. Do you think this is a lot? I have to sign my son's homework every motherfucking day. Every night when we do homework, it has to be signed. And you know what? If it doesn't get signed, he gets a deposit. If he gets three deposits, he's kicked out of school. You better sign that baby homework so you don't care about your son's future is what At you're all. saying. You don't give a fuck. You, you, it's what? an inconvenience Bitch, for you. You are tweeting. You can sign the paper. If you can tweet, you can sign a paper. If you can put a post on Instagram, you can sign a paper. That's all. You done wrote an essay to At us. At this point, you could have scribbled your little initials. That's all you have to do. I'm tired of signing every day. He needs to recite the poem. Obviously, he's not doing well, okay? And he needs a little bit more help. That's why they keep having him um, bring the paper to sign it. So just sign the homework, you idiot. And the, she's stupid. And the thing was, she described it as, and when I was reading, I was like, so what's your issue? He was learning like a speech or something to that effect. And every night he had to learn a different segment. So he had to repeat it to her and she had to sign saying that he repeated it to her. So you're mad that your son is getting an education, basically. That's what I took out of it. And you you're just want to fight and bop around right. here with your ass out. I just, I couldn't understand it. I said, is this woman just really this stupid? And you know what? My mother would probably have a lot to say about her, quote unquote, bitches having kids. But it's just like some of that, like some of y'all really, I'm sorry. I don't have children and I don't want to say some people don't need them. But like, I can't get it. I I don't get it. You're (laughs) mad because you couldn't sign your funky two maybe three letters of your initials to his homework bitch you just had to pick up a pen and put a d i mean you could have did that that's taking too much right just doing too much huh dm that's all you had to do 
Like, that's all. You couldn't do that? Like, I can't. I can't with her. I can't. <laughs> and speaking of parenting, I heard the most outlandish thing this week when I was at, when I was working. One of the clients said, she said, well, you know, I, you know, I've been teaching my son, but don't be sending no motherfucking homework with him on the weekends. She said, that's his free time. Ma'am. I'm, so, I'm sorry, what? Ain't or no do you free- mean that's your free time because you don't want to sit with him and do the homework on the weekend? I just was like, she's like, no, that's his free time. He don't need. Well, I don't even know why they send homework home on the weekend. I'm sorry. Mm, mm, mm. To reiterate the skills you learned during the week. I mean I, something. I, I, you don't. I, it, okay. I. Um, okay. I could see if she was saying like, you know, I make sure that I homeschool him even after he gets home from school. But even that, it wouldn't make sense. So it's like. Okay. And speaking of pigs, people, (laughs) speaking of people that don't need kids, there was such a, uh, I saw a disturbing video on Facebook and I think it's viral now, um, about a father shaving off his daughter's head on live. Did you see the whole video? I didn't see the whole video. I just saw the part where she was sitting on the chair. beat her to oblivion, first of all. All for downloading Snapchat? I mean, and you know what? Just to think of like some of the punishment that I would have gotten if I was acting fast online. But that, it was like hard to watch. And I know some of us probably, we done got switches, belts. My mom's favorite was a paint stir. She used to go to the hardware store and get the little paint stirs. And she used to whip me with that. Or just the wooden wooden rulers. My mom used to love (laughs) the heavy ones with the the metal on them. She used to fuck me up with those. But it's just like, we, okay, I get it. You know, we we were coming from a different time then it was more acceptable to I'm whoop the shit gonna, out of your kids your i up. still will whoop my kids ass whenever i have them however the amount of times that he hit her with the belt and you could tell she was getting hit with the buckle too Ooh. and she was just like screaming like the screams were so excruciating like i could not even believe that he was still it was almost like he was still had the rage from just like I don't know his ancestor. I don't know what, and not even to be funny, but like the amount of times that he hit her, I would probably say it was a good two minutes that he was hitting her with that belt. And then it's he child said, abuse. it's child abuse. Then he took her into the kitchen and shaved her head. I didn't see the whole video. I only saw the it picture. It was absolutely terrible. And I want to say I saw it on Facebook, but I think they must have taken it, it down. down. But it was absolutely terrible because now, I, I just can't Why? I get a lot of things. Shaving a kid's head—that's a lot of trauma that's that you can't girl undo. A girl, you know that's what makes them feel girly is their hair. And us black women, it's really hard because one, we don't take care of our hair like we should, um, and two, it's really hard to grow that hair back for you. So for you to shave it all, like I feel like it's something more than that. It's like something sick or twisted behind you shaving her head. But I also, you know, I hear a lot of conspiracy theories, and I didn't read the whole um, post, but it says something like it might not be her father. I think it was like her stepdad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it was the mother's husband. They were saying different things. You're not even my damn daddy. But that's the thing. Like to me in any instances, because I've seen them over the couple of years, like mothers shaving their daughter's heads. And to me, I think it's much more than just like a girl's hair making it. It's just like, even if you shaved a boy's head like that with the intention of making them suffer in some way, that's the type of trauma that you just don't inflict on kids. Like if a little boy like had a mohawk that he liked and you knew that that was like, you just shaved, like, come here, I'm going to shave your hair off. Like, that's traumatizing. Like, mm-hmm. and like you said, yes, there is an aspect to girls. Like, because growing up, it was my hair. It took a lot for my hair to grow. <laughs> but yeah. it's just like, I just, 
when I saw that video, I was I wanted to cry for She's her. She's gonna have years of trauma. Cause he had her literally lay on like off the edge of the couch, like on her hands and knees, and then with her hands behind her back. And he would not let her move her hands. So he's hitting her belt buckle and all on her arms, her legs. And I was just trying to think, who's recording this? Because it was like from a phone. Where's the mother? I I couldn't. I couldn't. Why is your stepfather doing this? I couldn't. And speaking of parents, I mean, we've all seen it by now. The bullying, the Keaton Jones, traveling around the internet. And, you know, when I first saw the video, I cried a couple of tears for him. I really did. Because, you know, any type of bullying in any capacity is extremely sad. Because I can't say that I've actually outwardly been bullied growing up. And I'm probably one of few that can actually say that. But... It's just uh, my heart goes out to kids that have been bullied because kids can be so freaking cruel. Kids are really mean. And a lot of it is taught, you know, based on their environments and, you know, things that have come out. The mother is a white supremacist and the dad's in prison for being like the alt. I don't even remember what they call it. The alt. I don't want to call it the alt right, but maybe that is what it is. I just want to say that. And yeah, so it's like there's a lot of different things and they're claiming that. You know, he was being bullied because he called some kids at school niggers or whatever. But it's just like, I don't really compare the two because bullying is fucked up as it is. So it's fucked up if he did it. It's fucked up that the kids did it back to me, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But you done scammed 50, damn near $60,000 out of folks. But I heard she didn't, she wasn't the one. She didn't do it, but she was the beneficiary of it. So some guy created it. But then she she still would have been the beneficiary of it. And he's claiming that they were saying the reason why it was shut down is because they wanted to confirm that she knew him. Because I guess there was like, he was saying that he didn't know her. But I'm just like, one, why would you create a GoFundMe for that? Like, what 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 is the money going to do? Is it going to stop bullying, universal bullying for him? Like, I didn't get that part. Mm. But the me, I'm sorry, the videos that they've been creating have been hilarious i have been lying i mean lying (laughs) laughing i have been getting a quite a few chuckles out of these videos but i just that was probably the ultimate swindle aside from mariah carey suing her ex-boyfriend for wasting her time she won she won i thought that was gonna get thrown out with scam of the year mariah carey is golden for that i just i can't get over it i I don't know i don't have too much else did you no, I was going to talk about TV real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, Real quick. <laughs> oh, speaking of TV, I got one, too. Um, So, y'all know I watch um, Star. And I, I the last... <laughs> I'm so emotionally invested in this show. I watch Star, and I'm really sad to see King Amaya Scott go now, because I really liked her character. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really liked it. And so if you have not watched that or if you have watched it, what were your thoughts on that? Cotton is gone. Did she drown or burn to death? What, like I, I want to know what happened. And we were talking about this because <clears throat> I honestly don't think anybody would have known she was dead unless you saw her Instagram. Exactly. Because to me, when he was, whatever, y'all should have watched it by now. When he was choking her in the bathtub. Her eyes were still open. Her eyes were like kind of closed and then they popped open. So I was like, Oh, so maybe like that was her faking her death. And then like after he left, like, you know, I had so many thoughts in my head and I'm pretty sure anybody watching it probably would have thought the same thing since it was like a season mid season finale. So the fact that she got on Twitter or Instagram and was saying like, RIP cotton, I was kind of sought 
Y'all was, was like, like you could have left us like but thinking I, that. I wonder was it something with like production where like they had something that you know she might have had altercation and she was just like done with it. I don't know, and I hate to think that too because I was kind of salty that um I can't even think of her character on the show Queen Latifah's character. She fired Miss uh, Miss Laura. I was really shocked. About I mean, that. I get like they had, but you know, honestly, I didn't catch that storyline until like the last couple of episodes because they didn't really show people like coming into the shop for him. Yeah, he did the last one. She was like, "My butt is lopsided." Yeah, yeah, but that was the only time. So oh. I was like confused as to how long he had actually been doing it because they tried to make it seem like you know he started getting money over the course of a couple of months. So I was kind of confused by that but i hope they kind of bring him back because i like him but i'm gonna say this i do like um luke james and why can't i think of her name uh it's not ryan it's not on the show whatever her name is on the show i do like them together i got i was like oh my god it's getting spicy (laughs) but you know what here's my thing did you think that they when he won they were going to show the camera of his dressing room i did i did i was like oh it's getting good oh they're gonna catch him in there but oh god but but, but, i mean even if they did the the people thought that they were together yeah but i thought the boyfriend was still gonna be sitting in the front row did you catch him move his foot though i did and that's what made me sad because that sequence a couple of episodes back where they had where she had like that dream sequence that Mm -hmm. he started walking again like you could tell she really likes him so i was salty when he was like you "You gotta stay somewhere else you can't deny the chemistry i do like them two together i got chemistry with luke james you need to leave ryan alone and get you a woman honey he's fine i mean luke james is fine that man is a specimen to be had okay and a bunch of man meat Wow, he's just really beautiful. He's very nice. To God look at. took a lot of time on he him. He took his time. He no, did indeed. Get it. He did indeed. Um, I was going to talk about Real Housewives and, and Marriage and Medicine, but I'll, I'll wait. I'll whatever. The only thing I had on TV is because I got really excited. Joanna, the scammer, <laughs> is getting her own TV show. Well, you better come on. And I laughed really hard because there were very few details. The article was like two sentences long, damn near. And I was cracking up because I can only imagine the fuckery. And it's based off of like her short videos of her like going into stores, like stealing stuff. Like, <laughs> and nice. she has a couple of high profile producers that and like team of writers that are doing the show. And I want to say that they were saying it may be slated towards Netflix. But I laughed so hard. I said, she's I'm making happy, her money. I'm happy for him because... If you ever read, I don't know if you read that article yeah, about him. His life was just—it's very sad. It's very sad, and it still so is. I'm, and I'm wondering—is he feeling a little bit happier, or does he still feel the same way? Yeah, and I want to say—I can't even think about it because I think we read it earlier this year. And I want to say Esquire did the article on here. I don't know why Esquire and is I was coming to say to mind. paper, but it's not paper. It must one of the two. But they—if you all can find it on the internet—you read his story, Brandon's uh, story, and it's actually really sad. He he suffers from severe depression. And that was like his way of kind of getting out of it, even after like he was talking about how he did porn and all type. Like it got sad. He said in his free time, he likes to go to the store and buy per- cologne. Cologne. I mean, <laughs> he, the whole article read as if you were following him around, and he did nothing. He went to the corner store, bought some cigarettes, went to the mall, was it like telling. Really cute. I mean, like you know, and it was kind of sad to read because you're like someone that makes someone laugh like that. And every time I think of stuff like that, I think of Robin Williams and you know how he literally had some of the most classic roles in movies, but he was so sad. So um, I'm happy for him, and hopefully, you know, this kind of 
takes them out of that place, even though sometimes fame doesn't necessarily do that. But uh, shout out to uh, Joanne the Scammer, <laughs> a.k.a. Brandon. You want to talk about Housewives or not? No, uh, <laughs> nah, but what's heavenly? Not heavenly. Who fell? Um, <laughs> Toya bust her Toya shit. Toya bust her shit. That bitch fell hard as hell. And her, the drink went in her face and I couldn't stop The fact her. that they kept rerunning it, though, <laughs> is what had me in tears. Like, they kept showing it in slow motion. And she fell hard as a bitch. Only thing I got to say is. Um, this is a, just a sidebar. Candy got a little shady towards Portia she when, did. She, when she was like, "Oh, you was getting kind of plump," and I'm thinking it's like, like your little teapot kettle ass <laughs> got some nerve talking about somebody." And I'm not talking about nobody's weight, but Portia is not in the least bit big. She's not at all. She just got a big ass and big titties, and that's why I was like, because I could not believe that Candy of all people said that because super short people you notice when they gain even the slightest bit of weight yeah. and she was looking very plump when she was pregnant and even before then so it's like girl that shade was so unnecessary and how, and how um, Kenya kept talking about her man and Portia was just like well alright alright <laughs> she was like he just showed me a new world and it's like bitch you was you knew him for three months before y'all got married we don't like, even know who he is we don't know who he is you barely know who he is and we talked about last episode we gonna start seeing capping these niggas i don't even think you did the research you, she couldn't have because he was a con her. artist and speaking of con artists Sheree, Sheree is <laughs> it just, gangsta boo i'm thinking that they just like pulling up so many different storylines because this season is unreal almost like all the stuff that's going <laughs> it's on it's lot. just it's, it's a lot, a lot to take in why does portia have an assistant your guess is as good okay. as mine all right well we're gonna be moving on, on. <laughs> we're gonna move on from that you want to take a break yeah we can okay for Random Tandem Podcast listeners, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download with the free day 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their services. One of my personal favorites is called I'm Judging You by Levy Ajay. This book is perfect if you're looking for an instant mood booster while you're on the go. You can download this book and many more by trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash random tandem podcast again that's audible.com backslash random tandem podcast for your free audiobook all right guys we are back <laughs> <laughs> if y'all knew that we actually didn't even go anywhere that's the funny part about we didn't this. do anything we didn't go anywhere we just sat here and just took a breather um yeah so we are back and we wanted to kind of talk about she's gotta have it i know a lot of different pods and the internet has just been talking about it and we didn't really talk about it last episode oh, in I'm the sorry. thick of it shout out to big old facts of life um they had me on the on his episode this past monday talking about she's gotta have it so oh, this yeah. is only appropriate that i piggyback with rebuttal <laughs> um so yeah we're gonna get into that um and the double standards of, of men and women and all that all that jazz what did you think about it though um, like just overall i thought it was good i mean i did too i, I feel like um that is what we are doing now and even back then but i can understand where she's coming from at this point in my life now that yeah. i'm older mm -hmm. so i thought that the docu-series it's not was it a series like what did we what was it called like a i mean it a was movie? a series version of the movie 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 no i thought it was really good mm -hmm. um i feel like 
it's such a double standard because when when this first came out on Thanksgiving Day, I've seen posts and we've seen things like, oh, the first thing that comes out of guy's mouth is, oh, she a hoe. Look, she being a player. (laughs) She doing this. She doing that. And like I said, I don't necessarily think that she was a hoe. I I felt like she was discovering who she was sexually. She was trying to discover what the fuck she wanted. And she was trying to find the perfect person. But like she didn't find a person the perfect person because she had qualities from all these people that she actually wanted to be the perfect person and i actually asked the question on our social media platforms um random tenant podcast on instagram random tenant pod on twitter um just like what was people's idea of like what did they consider a hoe and was it specific to men or women and I noticed that different people had different ideas but it seemed to come down to how many sexual partners a woman had either in a specific time frame or in general and they didn't really speak too much about men so when you said like just they thought she was a hoe because she had these three guys I didn't view it as that because like you said she had different qualities that she liked in all of them and yes she did happen to have sex with all of them but I didn't really view her as a hoe in that sense. But I I think, too, they didn't even play. It it wasn't even played for her to be a hoe. Like, when you think about dating, Mm -hmm. you can even go back to dating. Like, when you're on the dating scene, like, you meet multiple people. And when you date, you're like, oh, you know what? I kind of fuck with him because I like how he think. But you're also dating somebody else. You're like, "Mm, I kind of like what he do. I like how he makes me feel. Or it goes vice versa with a guy. Like, oh, I like how she got her shit together. You know, she can... Level me up, <laughs> or you know, she just cool right. to be around. So, I just think that it has nothing to do with sexual partners. Why, why do I feel the need to be conformed by how many people I have sex with? Now, when you start fucking niggas in a whole circle or crew and you just don't care about it, then that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're discovering yourself sexually and what you like and what you don't like, that shouldn't be necessarily classified as a whole, especially for women because men do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But we are supposed to keep this image of the being the perfect woman and we aren't supposed to sleep with all these people um, because that's how y'all want us to be. Right. And like I told, like when I was on the episode on Monday, I told him, you don't know what the girl that you're talking to now is doing. Right. You have no idea. Just like women don't know what guys are doing. We don't know. And I think like the aspect of like you said, you touched on just like even dating different people. I think people were so stuck on the fact that she was having sex with them, but she wasn't. They. I don't feel like when people analyze this show or even watch this show, they were looking at the different dynamics. Like, you know, Mars was like her fun. She brought out the youthfulness in her. You know, she was just her... I would probably say she was her most authentic self, self with, with him. Mars, yeah. Like, I loved their relationship. And then, like, obviously, Jamie, he was married. You know, you could see how she was trying to be more mature with him. And mm-hmm. then Greer, I think she liked how cultured he was. And I think she even said that in the show. Like, he was just, honestly, that ain't my cup of tea. He was two snaps and a clap. I mean, <laughs> he was too metro for me, in my opinion. But, um... 
Yeah, so she liked different things about him. And then she or had them, I um, should say. She had the well, I can't think of the woman's name. Um Opal. Oh, she had Opal and she needed that feminine yeah. emotional she needed that emotional connection that she was not getting mm-hmm. from all those men. So that's why she was with the woman. And it also has it's also underlining issues with that. It's not even just about sex. Like and when we talk about we have the episode of therapy, you have to like actually uncover those things right. that you're searching for. So it, ne- it doesn't necessarily have to be about sex. exactly you could just be performing the act because like with opal like i said when well like you said it was more so you saw like who she really like what she really wanted i think out of all of the guys too Mm -hmm. because when she i want to say she spoke to her therapist about it she said that she brought out like what she wanted in all three of the guys like she saw herself having a future with her she you know saw a she thought ahead whereas if you looked at her in her immediate life like she was like scrambling for rent at one point like you saw her in this space where she was stable and I think that she kind of wanted that. And from what I, I've talked to women that are attracted to women in the past. Like I've had friends that like girls. And like you said, like there was that aspect of that calm, that uh, security, but then also the softness and like the sensitivity that they needed from a woman. So there were just so many di- dynamics of this show that I appreciated and I loved it. Um, when you and when I first of all, I just had a thought because when I was on this episode, he said, "Oh, she was fucking so and so." Well, oh, you said something about her rent being paid. It was like, yeah. why was her rent paid? <coughs> why was her rent not paid? Why was she struggling for rent? First of all, if I'm fucking a nigga, that's my business, and I should be able to ask you for anything. That's just point blank, period. <laughs> but I don't have to. He doesn't necessarily have to know what I'm going through. Like he didn't. He didn't have to know. Like he knew that she was like a struggling artist, but he didn't know like her rent wasn't paid. Right. Like, that's not something that she chose to disclose. Now, had she said something like, "Hey, I need my rent paid, and you ain't got no money for me," then we don't have shit to talk about. But that was the thing, though. Like, and I think, and I hate to say this, but I think some guys watched it from the mindset of just focusing on the sexual relationships yep. that she had, because when you watch the show. She even said at one point, or I forgot who she was talking to, Jamie only really gave her money for supplies for her art, for Mm -hmm. her craft when she was working with the students. He only started giving her money for when he purchased that painting. Mm -hmm. That was the only time they mentioned that he actually gave her money. No, for her birthday. For her birthday? He brought her a basket of art supplies. Not saying that it was just a gift, but it it still was a I mean, it was art, though. It wasn't like he was just, like, shelling out money to her. Like, he was buying her stuff to support her craft. So, the only time that I caught that he actually gave her money is with the mishap when the photo, when the check got canceled for her art. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't like he was just shelling out money. Because, like you said, I don't think she ever mentioned to him that she was, like, struggling to pay rent until, like, that instance when the check got canceled. And she was like, I needed this shit. I needed that for rent. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't really know, just like just everybody else that she was messing with. Like if she were to have said it to Greer or to Mars, it wouldn't have been their business what she needed it for. No. If she asked you, I mean, shit, if y'all invest in that time, especially. If I'm fucking you, I better be able to ask you for some money. (laughs) Know that. And my thing was just the perspective of if you're like. At one point, I don't think any of them really know that she was in a sort of serious space. Not to say that she was serious with any of them. But I think when she spent time with them, they were in the mindset that she was serious about them. Yeah. So if I'm in that space just even dating somebody, if I came to them with a concern, 
I would probably look at them kind of crazy if they just was like, no, I'm good. Because it's like I would do that for whoever I'm dating. Yeah. And then, too, another thing that people fail to realize is they're like, oh, she's a hoe. But she kept it funky with everybody. I mean, off top. She kept it funky with every single person that she was talking to. And to me, I can honestly say that half of these bitches didn't have any of the rules and regulations that she did. She only had sex at her house. She had protection. She didn't have sex with more than them in a week. But honestly, just how the how they kind of directed it, you kind of thought that she did, but she claimed she never had sex with and even if she did, person. even if she did, it wouldn't be anybody's business but her own. But I mean, like, she had a lot of things in place to kind of control the environment in which she actually dealt with them. And I respected that. And even if she didn't, I mean, hell, that's her business, too. But I, and I, I guess my thing is, why does it matter how many sexual partners that I have? It doesn't. Um, if I am engaging in consensual sex and protected sex. What I do in my coochie don't have nothing to do with you now. If you I mean, fuck, in my most now, interpersonal And, and it, whoever, whatever she do with her coochie, I mean, that's her business now. Now, if you fuck somebody and it's a little loose, that's your business. You can decide to bounce. <laughs> but in most instances, you don't know. Like, you just, you don't know. And that should not be anybody's business because you always like, oh, I want somebody that's experienced. You got to know how to do this. And I like somebody freaky. And it's like, how you expect all that to happen if I only had sex with one person? How do you expect that? And then when you think about how many sexual partners, like I said, you, I mean, you have that time where you, um, you explore yourself sexually. Some people explore right. themselves sexually on campus and sometimes you can't be known as a hoe because you bopping around every time Dick and Harry and people on mm-hmm. campus don't know how to keep their mouth closed because they're young and immature. And that's another reason. Or you have the person that, you know, was kind of focused on school or had one person in college. And then you get out and you're like, oh, I want to explore myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just sleep with whoever I want to. I mean, I, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm figure out what I like and what I don't like. Right. So for you to say a number of sexual partners makes you a hoe, that's absolutely bullshit. It really is. And like I said, I don't think a lot of people when they were watching this focused on the other aspects that were in this show. Just like how complex a woman can be. Yep. A woman can have multiple sexual partners and still control the narrative of this is still how I want things. She didn't necessarily want to date any of them seriously. She tried it at one point, And I think that was also different from the original that people failed to realize that this was made off an original um, where she did actually pick someone. This was a completely different story in the first one because it was Jamie that she picked and he actually raped her in mm-hmm. the fir- in the original. But um, it's, it's different. And I think now, especially since, and I was also reading articles about what Spike Lee wanted to do differently in this one. He wanted to show just like how different a woman can be. Because like when this came out originally, it was like in the late 80s. I and, still haven't seen that. I got to go back and watch it. And that one. just her having three multiple partners, uh, you know, was different. But now I think I read articles that he, one, he wanted to change the whole aspect of the assault because he caught a lot of heat from the first one about how Jamie ended up raping her and i want to put a pin there um he got a lot of heat but i feel like it's important because this happens every day it does especially among all the sexual assaults that are going on Mm -hmm. now that they claimed happened years ago but i think he caught a lot of heat because she was raped by the person she ended up being with 
it happens. It does happen. But he, you know, I guess like the idea of, you know, like she and I have to go back and watch the original again because I haven't seen it in a while. But I think it was from the aspect of just showing that she felt she had no other choice. And I think that's why he caught mm, the heat that okay. she was just making her like it just went against everything that okay. it was like, you know, how dynamic she was. But that's what I liked about this, because it showed not only, you know, she was creative in her art. You know, she had, you know, this ama- like she was amazing. Like, I loved her creative talent and like how, yeah. you know, she went on her own. And whether you want to give credit to her friend or not for kind of putting her art, her secret street art Sometimes out there. Sometimes you need a push. Yeah. And you know what? That's what I was going to ask you, because you're a creative. Like, would you have been that upset? Um, I can't say as a creative and everybody does things differently. I know when I create and not even just... I create one because that's my source of income. But if I have something other than that's not my source of income, like at one point I was supposed to be baking or I was like doing different things. I know I don't like to do shit when I don't feel it. So if I'm feeling forced to do something, I don't like that. So that will put me in a bad space as opposed to like, hey, I'm ready to put this out. Or like if you're forcing me to do something, I'm not like I'm not in the creative space and I'm just not feeling it. So it's, one is not going to be good. And two, it's just not going to be um, organic. It's, it's not going to be organic because I have to feel mm-hmm. what I'm doing. I have to put my all in it. And if I'm not doing that, then it's just not going to be good. So she could have been in a point where she was doing her art and she was like, I just got to do this. Mm-hmm. And it might not have been her best work, but her friend just put it out like, well, you need to do this. And that could have pissed her off because she like, this is not what I felt like I wanted to be out. Yeah. But and that I, was a gateway for her, to, for other people to see maybe some of her best work. Right. Yeah. But that's just not, I feel like I felt her friend, but I also felt her like you can't right. force me to do and be ready when I'm not ready. Right. And I think that's why. When I have the perspective of the friend also from, you know, I'm not as creative like you or anybody else like that has that creative like genius, I would say. So when I was looking at it, I was thinking of it from the perspective like, you know, how you say that uh, Tawana always used to say like, so you're not doing makeup yet. Like, that's how I feel like I had been with you too. Like, so you're not going to do makeup. So I felt like it was one of those things like. From the instance, I think her friend was coming from the standpoint, it's like, I know you're great at this, and I see, like, the outside. But then at the same time, she had two different avenues of her art, like the art she wanted out and the art that she didn't want to be known. But I also think about, when you think about creatives, the, the most, the the best things come from when they're like, I'm just sitting at home, and, you know, I feel something at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get up. As opposed to saying, oh. Guess I got to get up at seven and do this or I got to do this. Some of the best stuff comes from just like I'm feeling it. Yeah, because you even saw that in the show, like after that assault, instead of just like, yes, she was hurt. She smoked her some weed. No, blow it down. And, you know, you got to put one in the air sometimes. But, you know, she did that. And then she just like her creative genius struck. She was like, I'm going to use these photos of women that I've seen Mm -hmm. or taken pictures of. And then she made it into this whole street campaign, which I thought was amazing amazing and I didn't I started seeing articles like when I was trying to get more notes together for this episode to talk about I think there's an actual artist that they emulated this from mm-hmm. that actually did I, I the exact campaign yeah because I, I mean we too. hear it every day a boo a baby a girl that's like that's not my name it's not my name <laughs> it's not my name is my name so so I thought that was amazing um just how they incorporated just the many layers that women can have we can be sexual we can be creative we can be dynamic in all of our aspects but you know I, I just 
How did you feel about the therapy aspect? I thought it was it was incredible. Speaking of the therapy aspect, we just had the therapy ep- mm-hmm. uh, episode, but we don't um, we don't show ourselves getting therapy as mm-hmm. often as we should, especially on TV. And I think it was important for other people because they knew multiple people were going to see this, right? So they knew like mm, if I put this in here, maybe that'll let a light bulb off and other people right. like if she's just going and it's not it's not scary like it's mm-hmm. people think when you go to therapy it's like so drastic i'm gonna cry sometimes you just gotta go and talk about i'm tired of this bitch or i'm tired mm-hmm. of this and i'm tired of doing and, and and it's an outlet for somebody to hear you right. without any rebuttal without any um uh thought well not thought but you know like any um what am i trying to say bias yeah any bias opinion mm-hmm yeah, because the most, I think, just from being in therapy, the what I appreciate is the fact that I can vent, but then somebody gives me an unbiased opinion back. Because, exactly you know, you can to talk say. to your friends all you want to, and because they're your friends, sometimes they may, even your most blunt friends, I've been considered the blunt friend, sometimes there is some bias because they know you personally. Mm-mm. Whereas if you go to counseling, you can actually talk to somebody who doesn't really necessarily know your background outside of what you tell them, but they give you their unbiased opinion. And it kind of helps you think of things from a different perspective, too. Because a lot of times, even in this episode, I like how they had Heather Hadley as the counselor, by the way. <laughs> in my mind, I'll always be your lady. I was like, and then in when they played mind. that song, I was cracking up. But yeah, um, you saw that she challenged her. Because even like from talking about the multiple partners, she asked her from the perspective of, so what does each one of them give you? And you saw her break that down and saying, okay, and then... You saw her talk about Opal and, you know, she kind of lit up and then the counselor even brought that in. But you also saw her challenge her like, so why do you feel the need to have these four situations? Like, is it a control issue? Like, do you why do you feel like you need to control the narrative? Because when I want to say that episode or the part where she brought up the assault. And she was saying, like, she brought up the dynamic of did you feel like that affected you more because you felt like it was out of your control or something like that, she said. But that's just, I loved how they brought up the therapy. We talk about that. Um, speaking, of, speaking of therapy, because they give you things that you don't even think about. Like, they give real, you questions. They really they, do. They give you questions like, oh, shit, I would have never thought about it exactly. like that. Or why didn't think about this? So this is real, I'm not even going to get into a story time. But my therapist, she always like, well, did you do the homework? And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it. She was like, I mean, no, did you really do it? So this last time (laughs) I had an assignment. Did I do the assignment? I was like, no, I just got it in my head. She had a whiteboard in her office for me. Yeah. It's a magic, not magic markers, a dry erase. She's like, okay, put your bag down and we're going to write it down now. Yeah. I was like, oh, so this is what we're doing today. So like you making me do it. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it's different aspects that everybody can use in their life Mm -hmm. and and even to not even in their life, but to become a better person. I just think that it's so important to seek therapy because you never know. I mean, some of the underlying issues that you have. And just like, you know, when her friend first suggested, like she was dead against it. She was like, I don't need to, you mean like a shrink? What did she call her? Like a quack doctor? I forgot what she said. said. Something like that. And I think that's what most people view it as. But like, as you saw, it was just a conversation. And like what we always talk about, we think our counselors are our friends. So hell for real. I haven't done my homework. I will say that. Um, Still ain't done it. I was supposed to write from a different perspective. Didn't do it. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's a process. And just like Nola's story, I want to know how they're going. I really hope this wasn't it. 
I hope they make it. She's a boss, though, for having them all on Thanksgiving. I, bing, I bing, mean, bing, bing, bing. listen. She was like, you know what? This is too much. Um, I done told y'all how I feel. Y'all just Come need on to in. meet one another. And if y'all cool with this, this is cool. I mean, she just pulled a boss move. That's the only way, the only reason. And I was like, oh, she a boss for this. You can I get mean, dinner. listen. She made them a nice home-cooked meal. Listen, sit down and pull your seat. Set the table. Gave She's a, them a nice little placard of prints. Like, I just... And not only did she do that, she got them all to dance together at the end of the night. <laughs> that, that was all spiky right there. That bringing them together. So weird. <laughs> bringing them together. So yeah. weird. That dance sequence, it was so weird. But um, I just... It couldn't have been a guy. The gentrification that they were doing, I caught the yes. little things in there with the mm-hmm. the Jennifer. All right. Yeah, the Gen- Jennifer. <laughs> gentrification. <laughs> the gentrification. I can't fucking talk today. Um, that and just like the whole quote unquote police brutality, and yep. it was very minor, but they touched on that. The show just touched on a lot of different things, like, and that's why I said I hope that they actually make it another like this is a regular season, Siri, like mm-hmm. kind of like uh, Dear White People. Oh, I, that's coming back. It is. Lena Waithe is on that one. She's I'm getting excited. Be, I am too. I'm excited. I am really getting excited <laughs> about this because that was a good one. But I just, you know, there were so many different aspects of it. <laughs> but I will say that Thanksgiving episode was kind of weird because when they all kept like coming up to her in the kitchen, like trying weird. to slide in, like, so hey girl. She was like, stop. I mean, go, over like, go over there and sit go down. Go back in there and sit down with the rest of them. They all smoke some weed, and it's just like, you know, they had a good time. They expressed it. But what I will say is that uh, that couldn't have been a group of girls. Oh, hell no. Nah. Who, who the fuck is this bitch? I and that's left. how we differ. Because right. I would have been like, uh-uh. Mm, who is? Mm-mm. But girls have, you know, we are more emotional than men. So mm-hmm. we like, we have more feelings toward things like that. But I couldn't have did it if, like, I was invited somewhere. And I'd be like, <laughs> Right, especially if you were like the second person to get there. Yeah. Like, what? Why wasn't I the first? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Start questioning. To shit. me, it wouldn't been that. So, what are we doing? Like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> I couldn't have been sitting, and I definitely would have been cool by y'all with some other bitches at the kitchen table. I it's think like, that's just where we differ. <laughs> we got to differ. Emo- we, <laughs> we're too emotional. I would flip the whole table over and leave. I I'm not staying here. You want none me to of do y'all what? niggas is eating. And I would be like, man, fuck you and fuck her too. And like fuck all these bitches. I'm out. You <laughs> was fucking her this whole time. Like, you know, it's crazy. Right. But, see, I that's why we don't need to know. That's why we don't, don't need to know. Don't tell me. Just don't have me out here looking stupid. That's all I ask. I mean, Just don't have me out here looking stupid. That's when you start getting crazy. When the dick get too good, you start looking for shit like, who is this nigga talking to? And what is this? Who's the bitch that like the photos? And then you start finding shit out. You're like, oh, back down memory lane. Stupid. But no, I thought that, I thought the season was really good. I thought it was, straight to the point for people that don't understand a lot of the shit that's going on for right. them to understand um but i just thought it was really good i did too what? got that's anything it. else on that no i think we covered it i'm not a play i just crush a lot i mean listen and that's what she did was he doing. mean like crush like literally crush or he meant like i got a crush on you crush i think the actual crush oh uh, okay because i for the longest time i thought he meant like i got a crush like because you know he was big <laughs> oh you t- <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> so you tried to make this like a triple entendre, like he was actually crushing bitches. Yeah, I didn't know. All like, right, I, I thought no, not bitches like me. Like I crushed a lot. Like I didn't know. Like I didn't. So you thought he was sitting on niggas? Yeah, that's like. I've got to put a pin in that. You want to get into the wins? Because I thought a- I thought he meant like he didn't play. He was crushing them. Jacora, how did you get that? And he got Joe singing over the hook. Like, how did you know. think? So Joe was serenading these niggas that he was sitting on. No, he said, "I'm just not a player. I just crush a lot." He said, "I'm a play." Oh, that do kind of make sense, huh? Okay, you okay. want to get into these wins because I don't know where you were going with that. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. Oh, okay. You got any wins this oh, week? I, I really don't have no. Actually, I had made some cookies. I had made some cookies. <laughs> I gotta made, have some speaking good cookies. To be, speaking of being creative, people have asked me for years, and I stopped because I just don't feel like it. And you get but, on my nerves. <laughs> people have asked me for years to bake things. I used to bake cakes, I'm pies, still waiting cookies, for my pound cake. things of that nature. And you know, Monday I was inspired. I said, you know, I'm gonna make some cookies. I had some jazz playing. I had my mixer going. It was just a good day. I had made some cookies and shout out these damn cookies. You hear what I'm saying? These chocolate chip cookies. She makes a good chocolate chip cookie. Not gonna lie. I had to give myself the holy grail for that because I had two people cry this week after eating that cookie. I will not lie to you. I have video. I had Excuse two people me. cry after eating that cookie. And that recipe is very complicated. This is not for the faint. So shout out to that chocolate chip cookie recipe. That's my holy grail. Oh, why is it always food? I need to listen to Was that weight. your win or a holy grail? Oh, win. Win. Oh, no, I got a holy. I got a win, No, No, wait. Holy grail. Okay. What's your holy grail? Dang, my computer died. Hold on, y'all. I, I got it. Y'all gonna think I'm so strange. But anyway, I say all this to say, um, there's this account. <laughs> there's this account on Instagram. I'm obsessed with monkeys. Like, oh, I really, God. <laughs> I really love monkeys. Like, there's this account called <laughs> Limbenny Z w f okay it's a chimpanzee that was um abandoned at birth <laughs> <laughs> the chimp was abandoned at birth and you know the, the miami um the miami wildlife preserve that they, they done got up to him and they kept him and so he's a part of the family in the zoo life and i am literally obsessed with this monkey he's so cute he is so cute she so, tags me in videos of this monkey and look at him right now he's on the ocean taking a ride look at him <laughs> he's, enjoy, he's enjoying the ride look at him that tic- I'm, a, I'm a post it on the page y'all can see that him. Living, he's video. living his best life i mean very much so just and he like has the, the cutest clothes he wears diapers and things of like that and he got friends he plays with the dogs i like this friends. makes my day this <laughs> this monkey really makes my day animals make my day like because i find myself animal. going to those alpaca pages on instagram and just looking <laughs> at their smiles like i just love going to i got bulldogs that make me happy throughout the day speaking alpacas all types of stuff speaking birds of, at uh conservation <laughs> yeah. did you see that that nature the um that geo one i tagged you in of the um was it a cheetah grabbing the alligator out the I water? I did. That got crazy. It got nuts. It did got you really- see the one that I tagged you in of the dying polar bear? Oh, it was so sad. It was so sad. Did you know what the Holy Grail this week is National Geographic? Go check out the Go Instagram. Do it. Do it. I love me some Nat Geo. But you know, one thing, and I don't want to get too far. Do you really think we came from monkeys? I mean, look at him. I, that's what I he think, He was too. being tickled, and he was cracking the fuck look, up. I got to show you the one where he was smiling. <laughs> I got to show you that one. It was really good. Look, look, look. look. He, His <laughs> look teeth look like a... <laughs> 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 he 
just getting this, he getting this hair blow dry. He is enjoying his time. I really love this. <laughs> this is so stupid. This episode is getting wild. My win was the Jay-Z concert. I said it last week. I went to the Jay-Z concert. He blew my mind as he always does. He even came with some like deep cuts. What more can I? That ain't a deep cut, but he did that one. Um, He had, he mixed Dead Presidents 2 with the lore. I mean, Jay is just my friend in my head. Did he bring anybody? He didn't. Okay. But um, Vic Mensa opened for him. He brought out Chance the Rapper. You know, we were in Chicago and um, that turned it up a little bit. But to be honest, do you know any Chance the Rapper songs? I do not. Okay. So we're going to keep going. So we're going to keep going because (laughs) all I know is he got a three on his hat. I don't even know what that's for. Do you? Three cities in Chicago. Okay. Three cities (laughs) in a city. Okay. We're not going to go there. Metropolitan (laughs) areas. The metropolitan areas, dog. You gotta go. We may still be drunk. Shout out to Casamigos. Um, my holy grail um was this um Shea Butter line that I discovered off of Forbes list. It was like supposedly one of the I think it, I got it off of the Black Huffington Post, I wanna say. They had like this list of different um like black owned sites and stores. They're out of New York, I wanna say. Their line is called Black is beautiful Mm. and they have a whole bunch of body butters i ordered their sample pack which actually was pretty substantial for what you know usually they send you just like enough to put on your hands like lotion but they actually Mm. sent out a couple of i think they were like three ounce um containers and i was like it's lasting me for a while but um yeah their stuff is really good i got their coconut their shea butter they have mango butter whipped or regular they have black soap um yeah, so shout out to them. I'll put the link and their information in the um, show notes. I had one other, but I haven't actually ordered from them yet, but I've been kind of researching them, and I wanted to place an order just to see. This is another black-owned skincare line. So You never hollered at me with the honey cheddar puffs. Where can I get those? Oh, I do got to buy you some. Shout I don't out need it. To, I'm trying uh, to lose weight. It's okay. Shout out to Two Shots and a Brew for that again. Those shits was fine. They was fine. Oh, shit. I still got to send y'all this Garrett's. I'm sorry, y'all. Blame it on my heart or blame it on my mind at my heart. Is that what they say? Yeah. Something like that. Okay. You got any groove theories? You know, my only groove theory this week and I, God damn it, my computer died and I don't know the name of it. What, he, Nicki Minaj. All right. Yep. Nicki Minaj just put her verse on a remix of this song and the shit is fire. What is the name of that song? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> I want to say ASAP Ferg. No, 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 no. Why did my computer die? I think I know what you're talking about. I think it is one of those ASAP characters. There's a f- couple of them. Plain Jane remix. Okay. ASAP Fur. Nikki. Nikki's Minaj. Nikki's Minaj. I can't talk today. <laughs> I might still be. <laughs> she having a Minaj. She might Nikki's be. Minaj. First of all, Nas need to chill. Yeah. You need to chill, but oh, you know I he still, like them hood rats though. So. I mean, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's my that's my um group. What is it week. called? Plain Jane remix. I'm Plain Jane. I don't think I've heard it before. Um, I had two. <sighs> Where do I want to start? I'm gonna start with the one that I actually enjoyed thoroughly. Um, his name is Jesse Boykins the third, and he came out with an EP called Bartholomew. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like that. Um, the other one. This actually comes from a place of love because I was listening to Jeezy's new album, Pressure, on my way up here. And you know what, Jeezy? 
He's fine as hell. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we've been married since about 2005. And, you know, Back I've been up. trying to tell him that, you know, you need to come a little bit harder. Because I can't say that I really enjoyed it. I, I just did one full listen through and I said I was going to go back and give him the benefit of the doubt and go back again. But, you know, I've noticed these last couple of projects, they haven't been hitting me in my spirit like they used to. And I'm wondering if maybe do we say that it may be time for him to go into more like the business side of rap now? He because I'm not on. really liking some of the music that he's putting out. He had like a couple of songs on there. He had one that he had with Diddy and Diddy was just talking in the background. Like it wasn't even like a real feature. And it kind of reminded me of like a Manny Fresh. The song was called uh, Popping Bottles, I think. And he had just had, it was like, it was so model tone, but I loved it. But that was the only one that I really liked. And then he got that one with the nigga shaped like a tornado. Um, (laughs) T Grizzly. T Grizzly. Yeah, and he had Cold Summer and I liked that song. But I'm, you know, Jeezy, I'm going to give you my groove theory. He's getting up there in age, though. I mean, yeah. How old is he? I mean, but you got to think. Jay-Z just turned 48, and I'm still thoroughly enjoying his music. So it's like, you know, I don't really put age to these niggas anymore because I don't even like some of these new niggas, and they like 16, 17. Like, what what was the song that they played in the club yesterday, that Gucci Gang song? Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I was so confused. (laughs) I do like it, though. And that nigga like 16. It's just like, so I don't really put age on No, it's another crazy one. This nigga is like 13 or 14, and I don't play. I just something, something. And he had like a video with him. That Tay G little boy or something and like he was that. like with guns and i was like this is getting crazy it's getting how wild. old are you these kids but he just got convicted for murder so we he's a done. 13 year old it's a rap he's like 14 or 15 it's, it's a rap it's, it's a, uh-huh. a rap. <laughs> i'm about to get my little cousins on because this shit is getting crazy you Kodak black said it back they don't want to see me winning <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to see me winning. Hey, they don't want to see me winning. Dang. Because he, he got to be more careful. I mean, listen, because they use, they, he had one single and they played that shit and it took everybody out. Dang. The only whole, uh, only um, groove three that I have that I want them to stop playing is Bodak Yellow. I'm, I'm tired of it. I've been tired of it, Speaking actually. Of, this but girl you know done bought, she done bought her man a rose. You know what? I I'm, I don't have nothing else. I'm done. So Shout out to Cardi B because we've talked a lot of times about how this year has just been magical for her. She's with Steve Madden now. You know, ghetto. she's doing just her ghetto and hood ass is just and out here winning. Ghetto. I mean, just <laughs> out here winning. But Her voice matches her look. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But I will say, somebody said this perfectly, and I want to say it was Camille from the Technical File Podcast. She said, I hate Bodak Yellow until I hear it. Cause sometimes it just gives it you that on at the right. Yeah, I hate <laughs> it, it comes on at the it. right time, and it's like I'm tired of it. Just go away. Like I'm sick of it. I want her to flourish, though. I hope this is just not like, like a. I hope not. Like a, a Millie Vanilli. Uh, yeah, you know, for her because some of her features I've heard, I've actually really liked them. Some of those, like they're not mainstream. I like her on motor, motorsport. I do like her on motorsport, but like there have been some like girl star hip-hop like videos that i've seen her featured on and i really actually i wish she would come like that on some of the mainstream stuff so i hope that this isn't it for her as far as like bodak yellow but she we'll said see. ride the dick like a bmx wow no nigga want to be my ex i mean listen oh, if God. we being real oh, i mean listen cardi you ain't lied okay my knees not as good as they used to be though but it's okay <sighs> uh, yeah. you know 
and no. washed up. It's cool. Well, I felt washed yesterday. I'm not even going to lie. That was trash. It got crazy in there. I thought we talked about the lights was getting crazy. We thought we were having seizures. Like people was moving around too much. It just, you know, just find you a nice tiki bar and flourish like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> That's more my speed these days. Uh, that's it this week yeah. for Random Tandem. Hit us on all social media platforms, Random Tandem Podcast, on Facebook, on Instagram, Random Tandem Pod, on Twitter, and just holla at me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just do that. Do that. If nothing else, do, do that. Do that. Season's greetings. Oh, it. And tis, have a happy holiday. No, let me sing our little song. Tis the season to be jolly. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Something I just can't understand If a guy have three girls then he's the man He could even give us some head and sex or roar If a girl do the same then she's a whore But the table's about to turn I bet my fame on it Cats take my ideas and put their name on it It's alright though, you can't hold me down I got to keep on moving Two of my girls with a man who be trying to max Do it right back to him and let that be that You need to let him know that his game is whack And little Kim and Christina Aguilera got your back